Hello and welcome to episode 332 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is November 21st, 2022. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is my co-host Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 332. Also, this will be Get On Zero episode number 30. Um, I don't know that we have anything much specific planned for this. This is kind of a, a slappy short on time and I just woke up because I had to work nights over the past uh, three days, which was unexpected. So I'm kind of uh, trying to kickstart my brain. Um, Not working on a lot of sleep, but we're still here anyway. But uh, Slappy, it's uh, the week of Thanksgiving. So this is your favorite holiday, right? I think you said. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, So yeah, looking forward to that. I've got the, I took the week off plus Monday next week. So I'll tell you, Thanksgiving sure beats Christmas. Mm. I like in those. every way. I, I like yeah. I I like Christmas, but Thanksgiving like beats our Christmas. Lord. <laughs> uh, actually, if you want me to, I don't like the commercial aspects of it. No, I was going to say you like the celebration of Anglicans with uh, yeah. pagans yeah, celebrating pagans. whatever mm. you know over you know. The Correct. coming of our savior and coming to the world and but you know that yeah. that's you slappy that's okay yeah that's me um yeah yeah that's right uh i said it and i stand by it all right cool well i'll be looking for a new co-host soon but were they anglicans or were they like no, uh, well they're kind of from i mean they're, they're running from the anglicans weren't they kind of like on the run from anglicans yeah, they're Puritans. Well, was Anglicanism a thing yet? When did when did uh, uh, King Hank? Was it Louis? That nah, was Henry. Oh, Henry. Whatever. They're all the same. When did he uh, decide that he wanted to? When did the Pilgrims come? But when did he? When did he uh, split? Split away from the church. It was before the uh, Reformation, right? Oh yeah, I guess so. Because I don't think he would have that goofy stuff with Catholics if they were in charge. Yeah, they would have just paid him to go. <laughs> I don't know. Henry VIII was he died in fifteen forty seven. He was okay. king from the fifteen oh nine to fifteen forty seven. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, yeah, not- whatever. Whatever. Yeah. A lot of, who cares what the Limeys did? Yeah. Nobody does. Um, but yeah, uh, we haven't we haven't talked about Get On Zero for a while, and um, figured we just kind of do some reviews about stuff. There's a lot a lot going on in the last couple weeks with with regarding Bitcoin and, and not just Bitcoin, not really Bitcoin actually, but like exchanges and and all that kind of stuff. And the, and the price is still it's dropped a little bit more. We first got on zero, or at least I did, um, back in October of 2021. And so I started at the peak at the all-time high price of what was like 66, 67,000. Yeah. And it's dropped all the way down to, I think I I start, I checked right before we started recording. It was down in somewhere in the high 15,000s. And so um, overall... Uh, my, 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 um, 
the amount of Bitcoin I have has been going up. Recently, I've I've had a lot of expenses. It's kind of you know annual expenses are kicking in, things like property taxes, um, and then a few other things. So um, I've had kind of chunks that I've had to uh, to sell off to to pay pay those things off. Um, so it looks like if you if you just took the last like month month or two of my uh, my overall balance of Bitcoin, it's like wow, it's dropped a lot. But um, you know, I kind of have that as Bitcoin already in the beginning. So it's my uh, my little Excel chart and spreadsheet that I have doesn't look look all that good just because I didn't I didn't include that. It was already mm-hmm. holdings or whatever. So, um, but. The point of that is overall, if you take that, um, take this kind of drop in the amount I have uh, over the recent months, it looks bad. But if you zoom out and you kind of see the overall overall trajectory, uh, it's still going up. The balance of my Bitcoin holdings is still going up, despite um, despite just the the, the price. You know, falling through the floor, if you will. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I don't feel like the f- price is falling through the floor, but I mean, sixty-five thousand or whatever it was down to fifteen thousand. That's that's a five x, or it, it it got cut. It's twenty percent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, 20, that's yeah. that's a pretty quarter, major drop. Yeah. Right. But I'm perfectly comfortable with it. Like I'm, you know, there's there's been no worry worry for me with that price drop. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, I wasn't. First of all, we knew it was a possibility. Um, I didn't expect it back a year ago. Right. I was expecting it to be like in a year from now, we'd be like, man, we'd be up around $250,000. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought like rows. at least 70, 80, 90 in that range. Like, yeah. And then expected it to take off exponentially, but you know, it didn't. And here we are. So, I mean, I'm still going, I'm still doing it. I'm still okay. But yeah. And, and we've said it a thousand times since we started that it's good that the price has done what it's done for the strategy just to test it out because it doesn't really prove much. If we started at $65,000 and every month after that, it appreciated by 10%. And and we're up at, you know, 125 or something now. And we're like, yeah, everything's going great. This is fantastic. This is the best idea ever. I mean, every stupid scam in Bitcoin relies on the price going up. It's when the price goes down and continues to go down that, that blows things up. squeezed. Right. So if we're, you know, at, at a fifth of the price that we started out of Bitcoin and we're saying like, you know, actually the amount of Bitcoin I'm, Bitcoin I'm holding is going up. Continuing to go up. Yeah. And, um, you know, depending on your strategy, I mean, you're, you're probably like, accumulating at a higher yeah. clip than I am exactly. right now. Mine's so just going up. Yeah as the price is going down because we have a little bit different of a strategy. And, um, you know, so in, in some respect, it's kind of like it's n- in a way nice it's going down because I'm buying more than I otherwise would. Right. So do you just uh, want to talk about your strategy again real quick? Because I don't know that, I mean, we haven't talked about it in a while. There might be new people listening because really the idea of get on zero is just to minimize the amount of time that you're holding 
fiat at all. Yeah. So, so we want to hold, we want to use Bitcoin as our money as much as we can because we we believe, with good reason, that it is going to become money, and so we want to kind of maximize the amount of 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 it that we have and. Um, since it's going to become money, it's going to appreciate over time. And at some point it's going to just, you know, blow up in terms of price mm-hmm. against the U S dollars. And we all know that the dollar is just continually losing value more and more and more value over time. And even, even though it might be strong against the other currencies recently, that that's just a relative position. It doesn't actually mean that it's appreciating in value. Um, it's just, it's just not as bad as the uh, as everything else. If if these are all if all these monies and currencies are airplanes, uh, maybe the euro is you know losing altitude faster than the dollar, but it doesn't mean the dollar's still not going to crash into the ground. Yeah. It's just going to take a little bit longer time. Um, so yeah, why don't you uh, why don't you talk about your strategy a little bit because. Like I, I kind of, I said that you're probably accumulating Bitcoin right now at a better clip than I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, I just, I mean, you know, you you could you rip me or whatever, but uh, basically, I pay my bills twice a month when I get paid. I get paid two times a month and pay my bills, sweep the rest into, um, into Bitcoin, and I have a HELOC, so for any unexpected expenses, I can pull on that. And then slowly pay that back um, over time. Have credit cards, can use them. Um, I do keep a small cash balance in the checking account, um, which I've mentioned. My wife and I have a joint account, and that was one of the things I was really hoping Level would do. And they they were talking about maybe someday being able to do it as having that joint account and being able to use Bitcoin for you know to spend. But um, unfortunately, that didn't materialize. And as far as I know, I, I don't know anyone who does that joint account. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, my, my strategy is pretty, pretty basic, pretty simple. And uh, so as the price goes down, I'm accumulating Bitcoin at a, a higher clip than, uh, than I was a year ago. So it's kind of, you know, uh, you know, it was nicer a year ago when you see what the number was. Um, and now it's not bad, <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, it's a long-term play. I know mean, we weren't, you know, we're not doing this because um, we're going to be overnight millionaires or trillionaires or or whatever. Um, nothing about Bitcoin has changed. Um, we were saying all along it's going to be attacked hard, and we're seeing that with all these scams being exposed. Um, lots of bankruptcies. I hear Genesis, is that who it is? Just talking about uh, unless they get more funding, they're going to declare bankruptcy. No, I didn't hear that. I don't even know what they do. Neither do I, but I just heard it. And uh, um, you're going to see a lot more. But BlockFi was bankrupt, right? Yep. And then, of course, the um, that clown in the Bahamas we talked about, SBF. And uh, it's going to be a lot of ripple effects of that. Uh, just like 2008 when the market crashed and Bernie Madoff was exposed. And then then there was all these other Ponzi schemes that just weren't as big as Bernie that also blew up around that time. Um, so that's what's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen. But Bitcoin is still Bitcoin. Still churning yeah, up lots every 10 gonna, minutes. They're going to, of course, blame Bitcoin 
from yeah, they will. The but that's the beauty of it is that you know what are you going to arrest the ceo you're going to charge them right put them in jail bitcoin is still bitcoin it's still turning along and you're going to see stories about miners going out of business and you know, we have a, a, where a garage full of miners that are not used anymore. Like, oh, what a stupid investment that was. And, you know, those stories are going to come. And it's going to scare away a lot of people, I think, for a while. Yeah, but, we're going to hear um, about the mining death spiral again that, oh, these miners are going to go offline. And therefore, you know, it's just going to be this this collapse of mining. It's just people are going to have to just keep dropping, dropping off. And so there's not going to be any mining left. And they just completely ignore the fact that the difficulty adjustment exists. <laughs> exactly. You're going to hear all these stories and it's just going to be about, you know, so-and-so took a chance and went for the new currency and dropped yeah, because there's, there's a lot of dollars and now he's broke. You know, that's going to happen and you're going to hear it. Um, there's so the attacks a- are going to come then they're going to keep coming. Yeah. There are a lot of people that, I mean, for, for, you and I and a lot of us, we've been in Bitcoin for a while, and so we've accumulated a lot, a lot of knowledge. We've seen what all the criticisms are, and they're just going to come in cycles because you have a lot of these people that this is their first go around in Bitcoin. Um, it's going to be the first time maybe that there's a lot of mining hash rate that goes offline because of the price drop or whatever. Yeah. And so they haven't, they haven't heard these arguments yet. And so it's going. They're going to hear, you know, the media or whatever talk about the mining death spiral or whatever other further is going to be, and they're going to go, "Oh, you know, what's going on here? Is this an issue?" Um, so try to be patient with people that are that are uh, genuinely curious and don't know and asking questions yeah. because. And as always, live within your means, right? Like if you're living beyond your means and you're putting it all in Bitcoin, and the price goes from sixty-seven to fifteen, you could be in trouble. Yeah. But uh, just to circle back real quick to talk about the strategies and everything, because the way you're doing it is basically how I started doing it was that, you know, I, I, I have a HELOC as well. And as, you know, I was putting everything on credit, um, but then once I got paid, I would pay that, that debt off immediately. And then any, any more would just go straight into Bitcoin. So as the price is dropping... Um, that's the better strategy because, you know, any, any Bitcoin that you're holding that you would have to liquidate, um, isn't losing purchasing power in terms of dollars. Um, that said, um, you know, well now, now I'm just, as soon as my paycheck comes in, I am putting it, it goes all into Bitcoin. That's all I'm holding. Um, I'm holding debt with the HELOC. And then, you know, like once a month, I just convert some Bitcoin back into back into dollars to pay off that debt. Um, so, you know, as the price is dropping, um, that Bitcoin's worth a little bit less. And so I have to liquidate a little bit more Bitcoin um, than I would if um, if the price was staying the same or going down. So, but 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 I'm also still getting paid. So. When uh, when the price is low, I can buy a little bit more Bitcoin when the paycheck comes in. So the it's it's going to, and we've talked about this a lot in the past. So if you want more details on this, go back to one of the episodes or one of the Get On Zero episodes. But as the price starts to rise again, the effectiveness of the two strategies that we have is going to flip um, because 
I as as the price is going up over a period of time, um, you know, let's say I, I buy, I get paid right now, and I buy all the Bitcoin, um, and then I have stuff I have to pay off a month later. Now that Bitcoin's worth more, so now I'm using a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to liquidate fewer, a, a smaller amount of Bitcoin, um, as opposed to if I just waited to pay that debt off with my paycheck. Now my purchasing power of my dollar against the Bitcoin is, is lower. And so now I'm able to purchase less Bitcoin, um, with the remaining money, as opposed to if I just put it all in the, in the beginning. Um, but we have different strat, like the purpose for your strategy isn't necessarily that you're like trying to time. You think, oh, I think the price is going to go down. So I'm going to use this strategy. When I think the price is going to go up, I'm going to switch to this other strategy. It's, um, you know, we have different reasons for doing stuff. You might, you know, and, and we don't need to get into the reasons why we each decided to do um, that. But um, it's just that's that's part of it. We don't we don't know what the price is going to do and pick a strategy that works for you and just go with it. Um, I think we were, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about people not um, not saying that they were no longer all in on Bitcoin, but maybe they had a, a little bit of a a strategy mistake. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Introduce that, what, what, what these people are saying. Is this what we were talking about before? Yeah. Yeah. So we were mentioned, what I was mentioning, I was, I don't even remember who said it. I'd like to give credit or point out. I, I don't know. It was a, a comment. Um, someone said maybe hodling isn't the best idea anymore. Because of the price dropping from where it was, 67 down to 15, 16, whatever it's at now. Um, and then there was some comments like, wait, are you giving up? He's like, no, 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 no. I'm all in on Bitcoin. I'm just saying 67 to 15 is a big drop. I could have sold a little bit along the way, could have sold at 40, 30, whatever, and bought back as the price went lower. And I, I'd be in a much better position now. I'd have more Bitcoin Um because, you know, it's tempting. It's tempting when that price goes up and you're at all-time highs to sell um, for a lot of people. Um, and this guy didn't. He, he held through the whole way going up and then the whole way going down. Now he's thinking, hmm, you know, had I sold some at 40, <laughs> I could have bought it back at 15 or, you know, whatever. i uh, been better off. So um, still saying he's all in on Bitcoin. Just saying, maybe it, you could trade a little bit. Maybe it's okay to trade instead of being that diehard hodler. So, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a big mistake. Um, I think it's pretty foolish. I was going to say, I think it's likely a big mistake. Well, or, I think lucky. <laughs> well, and, 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 and I think we've talked about this before, but um, there's. You have to, I think a good way to think about decisions um, is you can be, you can be either right or wrong about something that you decide to do. And you can either have good reasons for deciding or bad reasons for deciding something. Yeah. Um, And that's independent of the information. Well, not necessarily that um, we don't have all the information to make decisions. The world is a difficult place to navigate um there's a lot of variables we are unable to predict the future 
what we have is information that is available to us that we can get and also ways to analyze that information. So that's using, you know, logic, reason, technical knowledge to, to process this and, and heuristics. So um, ultimately you want to make good decisions. You don't, you want to be correct. You don't want to be incorrect. Um, but like, it's not a bad thing necessarily to make the good decision for bad reasons, but that's not a good way to consistently arrive at good decisions. You want to have good reasons for making good decisions. And, um, you might have wrong decisions, but as long as you're, you know, doing them for good reasons overall, I mean, you can't just like pick one, uh, point of data and say, oh, oh, yep, you made the wrong decision here. So that means all the reasons that you decided to do that that way are bad. And so you're stupid and, and, and do the opposite next time right. and vice versa. You know, you can't just say, pick, pick one spot and say, oh, well, you, you bought Bitcoin here and sold it here and you made this profit. And so therefore your strategy was perfect and great. Um, so the whole point of get on zero is to say overall, like we believe that Bitcoin's going to become money. And if it's going to do that, it's going to massively appreciate in value. Um, so that means the price is going to go up, go up. Like just, it's, it's going to just shoot through the roof. Mm -hmm. Um, and so because of that, we want to have as much as it as we possibly can. And so we want to hold as little dollars or whatever your local money is or currency is as you can in order to maximize your Bitcoin holdings. So that is our thesis for the long-term price of Bitcoin, for the long term, what, what Bitcoin's going to do. In the short term, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, the price could, the, tomorrow it could shoot up to $100,000 or it can shoot down to $5,000. Right. That doesn't change our overall thesis. Um, but unless you have, you know, inside knowledge to be able to make a good, good trade on, uh, on the price action, I mean, it's, it's really difficult to do. And even if you do have inside knowledge, it doesn't mean that that knowledge and, and your ability to analyze it is going to come out the way that you expect it to. Um, it's, you know, it's a good example is we we're was it two weeks ago or last week. I guess it was last week when the Eagles were on Monday night football yeah. and I'm like, well, the Eagles are 11 point favorites or something. And I'm like, do you think yeah. they're going to cover? And they're like, well, I don't know, but I, you know, I think you're going to win. Out, they ended right? up losing, you know, the <laughs> uh, eight, no team lost to a four and five team. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, <laughs> to pick the, like it was, if, if you go back, and you're going to, you know, there's another game where it's a, you know, all else equal or whatever. It's a, it's another eight, no team versus a four mm -hmm. and five team. You should probably pick the eight, no team to win. Probably. Uh, maybe not cover an 11 point spread or anything, but like, you know, you, most of the time, the but clearly can, better team is going yeah, to win. I but could sit there on Tuesday morning and say, you know, man, I really should have bet Washington outright. Right. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I mean, if, if we had that uh, hindsight, then there would be no betting. 
there'd be, there'd be right. no market to bet or anything because everyone would just always pick the winner. So it's like, it's kind of silly to say, well, the price of Bitcoin went from 60 something thousand dollars down to $15,000. Man, I really should have sold at the top and then bought at the bottom. Well, it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that that was going to happen, of course you'd do that. Yeah, and I, I think it, you could even say like, yeah, it was a long ride down and I could have sold at any point between now and then and been fine. But I don't know. Were you kind of thinking that was the bottom? Like at 40 and then at 30 and then at 20? Like, Why does know. everyone think that right now is the bottom? Right. It could go down to five. Sell it now and buy back at five. Right. Or it could shoot back. Like, who knows what's going to happen? I don't think it's going to go to zero. I don't either. And stay there I forever. But like, you know, there's other, sh like even right now, I mean, to guess, or not to guess, but to speculate on what it's going to do. I don't think all the shoes have dropped yet with all this stuff. I think uh, FTX yeah. was kind of the first, first thing. You don't think everybody else is, is levered? Well, do you remember space? the, uh, yeah, I know there's going to, I think because of that, there's going to be a lot, I think. But last time, do you remember the last kind of cycle where it was down and everyone was saying Bitcoin was dead? Was that like around 10K? It dropped I down like 3,000. Well, it dropped to 3,000. Yeah, it did drop to 3,000, but it came up relatively quickly. But remember it was right. like kind of flat for a long time? I don't yeah. even remember. It was a while ago. Maybe it was five. I don't know where it was. I think we're going to be higher than that. Yeah, I remember that. Say that. But I don't know how much higher. I don't know, seven, eight. Could yeah, this be the bottom? I'm not convinced. I'm not necessarily convinced it's going to go under 10K or whatever, 10, but again, I'm, I'm just. Just throwing out possibilities. These are all right. things. And if you want to sit at 15 and say, I should have sold at 50, well, why don't you sell at 15 and buy back at 10? Right. Reasons yeah, we don't I mean, know. <laughs> well, we don't want to yeah, sell when it goes back up. I mean, there's a bunch of scenarios that could happen. Maybe Coinbase is insolvent. Yeah, what do you think Coinbase is gonna happen the big Yeah, if if Coinbase blows up, what do you think happens to the price of Bitcoin? I mean, you know, all those people who have multiple Bitcoin on the exchange not using it, they're gonna lose it all. Right. Or like, what happens too when, when Ethereum blows up? I mean, that's gonna that's gonna everyone, every normie. And everyone even kind of in a little bit in the Bitcoin space, if you're not like a maximalist, thinks that Ethereum is like legit. Right. And they think it powers everything and, and all this stuff. So when that gets exposed for what it is, when that it inevitably up, gets exposed, it's going to happen. Right. Yes. Like, and it's going to be bad because right now, since they moved to proof of stake, and this is one of the funniest things in the world to me, I like. It's people are going to look back on this and it's going to be like with the FTX with Sam Backman free. It's like, wait, this was going on and like people didn't think anything about it. But right now, since they since they moved from proof of work to proof of stake on Ethereum, the code is not written to take your Ethereum out of staking yet. But don't worry, they'll do it. You just got to wait. Yeah. Like if you when you lock your Ethereum up to stake it. There is currently no code that exists for you to remove that Ethereum. That is unreal. And like, don't they have like 
I don't know. I don't know what their staking rules are, but don't you need like a significant amount to stake? Probably, but like staking is a is a centralizing thing. So it it, yep. it what happens is that it's you know no individual you know the average the average person is not going to stake. So what they do is that the exchange offers a return, mm-hmm. and they say, "Hey, hold your Ethereum Stake with your us, Ethereum. and yeah. we'll we'll share the staking rewards with you because it makes it a lot easier." for someone because you can't no no average person can run an ethereum node you know you need a uh, you, you need to buy infura servers and everything so you know coinbase and these other exchanges and other uh, other large entities will say yeah we can afford to run a buy buy some space on a server farm um so it's the um what's it called um what's what's it when you it's easier to when it's scaled up more efficient but whatever it's more efficient efficient. yeah you can you can maximize your return a little better when you're scaled up for this and so everyone's gonna go send their ethereum to an exchange to get that reward and so when these exchanges are putting massive amounts of ethereum locked up and then you know something crazy happens where the bottom starts falling out of ethereum and it gets exposed and no one can withdraw their ethereum from staking because because they they you know they want to sell it because the price is going down that's all getting locked up there and then who's going to be motivated after that to actually like write the code to get it off it's just it's they're just going to get absolutely absolutely destroyed so, and obviously that's not Bitcoin's fault. Bitcoin, you know, it doesn't work that way at all. And so if you're using Bitcoin in a non-idiotic way, you're fine. But, you know, tell that to the guy that just lost $25,000 because he couldn't pull his Ethereum off the exchange. It's going to rock everyone's confidence in everything related to that space you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, and it's obviously wrong, but, so that's going to have a, a negative effect on Bitcoin. And also, you know, these exchanges and institutions to cover their losses in Ethereum, they're probably going to liquidate Bitcoin or, or something, if if they have Bitcoin to liquidate. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, this, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that could just go really, 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 really bad in the space, and that's why you want to make sure that you're holding your own keys. Um, for you know your your savings I, I still hold a little bit as a checking account on strike because it's more convenient um obviously like i'm not i'm not sacrificing my cold storage uh security for that convenience but um you know but uh yeah it, it could go it could go really 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 bad on the other hand you could have a country come in and say a larger country than like El Salvador or the Central African Republic can say, oh, you know what? Actually, we're adopting Bitcoin as our as our money. Um, and it could it could have you know it could really move a lot of people to start um, having demand for Bitcoin and, and shoot the price up. I don't know. Like there's 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 a lot of stuff that could happen. I think all of this stuff will happen. Obviously, if Bitcoin is going to become money, um, countries are going to adopt it as their as their legal tender, and also Ethereum is going to blow up, and all these exchanges are going to blow up. I still know the timing, so um, 
Yeah. So if, if you want to start trading Bitcoin, thinking that like, you know, you can read the tea leaves and and look at a chart and do technical analysis and draw a bunch of lines and think that the, the lines that you arbitrarily pick to draw are going to predict the future. I mean, go for it, but have fun staying poor. Yeah. So I don't know. What else you got? I know you're on a time crunch, so. I am on a time crunch. Um, I have some good news Um, to all those waiting impatiently. I will have another hunting story next week. Oh, nice. Rifle season starts this week, so I will be up there. Now, that's another thing. I'll talk to you offline um, because I may be out Monday. So maybe uh, I'll let you know my schedule. We might have to do a, maybe it'll be two weeks when there's a hunting story. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm off through Monday. So if you want to do a different time for something, yeah. Maybe how about can. like five o'clock on Thursday? Perfect. Record then? Perfect. Yeah. I may have to do it for my cell phone and, um, there might be some background noise. Okay. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, that'll work for me. Cool. All right. We'll plan on that then. <laughs> Sounds good. So, all right, um, we got a half hour in or, or so, so, and, and most of this was not us talking about nonsense on the front end. So you actually True. got, uh, so this we is actually, actually probably longer. gave, this is longer. Yeah, than yeah, you might actually have more content this week <laughs> than you normally do because we're, we're not given commentary on the, uh, on the Eagles who did have a nice, you know, they, they pulled out a win this week. Um, so that was good to see. Um, so. it was get back on track. Beat the Colts. Yep. Um, I will say yeah. um, it's funny because overall, this is probably the last two weeks are probably the worst the Eagles played as a whole. Um, but yeah. especially this week, I think Jalen Hurts has been absolutely fantastic. Well, you know um, what? The thing is, you play for 60 minutes. You got a game. You 60 minute game. You got to win. And in both games, actually, they will, if, if they, Okay, it's a long game. There's a lot of plays. Uh, as a player, we would never blame the refs. As a coach, you never blame the refs. That Washington game, they were driving. They had a really good chance to win that game and then the face mask fumble. Um, and, and then the penalty. The penalty when uh, – what's his name? The, the I'm talking about Washington game. Graham. Um, Brandon Graham hit him on the ground. You know, tough one. Um, if that doesn't happen – Eagles probably win the game. They pull it out. And that's right. what they did against the Colts. They didn't look good all day. They couldn't do much. When they needed to get it done, they got it done. They won the game. So yep. that's what good teams do. You're not going to be up every week. Yeah. And I mean, even like there's, you know, you might look at, at Hertz's stat line, especially this past week and say like, well, he didn't really throw up a lot of yards. I mean, I think he, he, he ran for a lot, but yeah, um, there were some throws he made that were not completions, but the windows that he put them in, he gave the receiver just didn't make the catch. Right. Not that it was a, it was like a bad drop or anything, but I mean, and I don't know what else is going. There might've been a guy wide open for, you know, for 10 yards when it was third and seven, instead of throwing it, you know, 15 yards down the field. But, uh, there are a couple of throws like that where it's like, Holy cat. Like you see the, uh, you see it live and you go, ah, you know, defender draped all over him and so it got broken up and then you see the replays like no he put it only in the spot the receiver could get it he just you know tough play didn't make it 
Um, not everything's not everyone's Justin Jefferson on fourth and thirty from two weeks ago. But bizarre, uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's good, good, good to see. And then it was kind of good to see Hertz kind of fourth quarter lead the comeback and and kind of put the team on his back, especially because they. Same thing happened this week that happened last week was they're driving and then a receiver catches a pass and then puts the ball on the ground. The other team recovers. Yeah. Um, happened twice against the Washington game with Goddard with the face mask and then Hertz mm-hmm. throws a throws a dime to Quez Watkins down the field and he pops up, doesn't protect the ball, yeah. and loses it. It's a shame if he if he stayed if he stayed if he didn't try to get the extra yard. No, which you know you always teach to get the extra yards. But had he just caught the ball and laid there, they continue to drive. But he gets up, tries to make a play, and unfortunately, yeah. fumbled. But, you know. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's – it's hey. That's part of the game. Yeah. But, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's good to see. So, there's some – Yeah, there's hope, there's hope for all you Eagles fans out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, 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 we're very hopeful for this team. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some good things we see. So, yeah. so, so, meanwhile, meanwhile, they're what nine and one now, or eight? And yeah. one, what is it? Nine and yeah, one. Best, best record in the NFL. Yeah, uh, and the Vikings just got spanked. Yeah, they did. Everyone's always trying to talk up the Vikings. Everyone wants to say they, yeah, the Vikings, the Bill, the Bills, greatest team ever touched the planet Earth. And what do they have? Three losses or so? Four losses? I yeah, I think the Bills are seven and three. Yeah, was the Vikings are the greatest, and you know, no one did most. No one likes That's us. Fine. We don't care. That's fine. Um, I like the underdog thing. It's when they won the Super Bowl. They were the ball where the dog now, And it's I, I got to be fair. It's hard to play underdog when you're when you're the best record in the NFL. But no one wants to give them credit. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like it, it's it's funny how everyone like Jalen Hurts from when he came into the league and looked like he got a chance to become the starter for the Eagles. Like. He's been the darling of everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you watch a an NFL game or something, or or just a show, a sports talk show, and they start talking about Jalen Hurts. They're usually like just heaping praise on him and just all over him. And in the beginning, I was like, I mean, I was credit. You know, you could you could rewind the tapes and hear me saying like, I don't think he's going to be good. Um. So you know, obviously, I was been being proven very wrong, which I'm, I'm thrilled to eat crow on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny how like everyone seems to love him, but like, you know, the, the Eagles as a whole, it's just, you know, Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they're, I don't know how, if they're that good, whatever. It's fine. It's fun. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to complain. It's fun to argue with people about it. Um, so, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see who uh, who hoists the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. We'll see when Sirianni and Hurts, but yeah, long way to I go. I think the Flyers will win the cup. So we'll yeah, well, I mean that's just a lock. Yeah, that's more more of a lock than the the Eagles for sure. Oh, of course. I think they're playing right now. It's the uh, Calgary tonight. I think. Am I yeah, wrong? The Flamers. Yeah. Let me check that real quick. I'm going to the right. game on Friday. Oh, nice. Who are they playing? Penguins. First time I've been down to a game in a few years now, so it'll be good to be back. Yeah, it's been a while for me. Uh, they're down 2-1, to one, but that's fine. 
Whatever. They're a second period team, so they'll 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 pot three. Score three, next three four goals in the next period and put this yeah. one away. So all right, Slappy, I know you gotta leave. Um yeah. so I guess we'll wrap this up. Uh, again, show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash three three two. Also, if I ever update it, get on zero.com slash thirty. But I'm gonna try to put my uh update have the updated um little chart of my get on zero progress mm. to see the uh see what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, how uh there was a drop in the amount of Bitcoin Bitcoin I'm holding recently, but overall it's still holding that same trajectory. So go check that out. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week and have a good Thanksgiving. Peace.